0: hello and welcome to the pete barter podcast where you will join pete in interviewing top level thought leaders in education music and business as well as a sneak peek into pete's thoughts and challenges this episode is all about i sit down with michael davis who is an amazing business accountant and he helps me and everybody else that goes to him understand the benefits of running a successful music business. Whether it's music education, whether it's performance. He's the go-to guy that helps you understand the benefits of running a business that's based on music. Whatever you are doing right now, keep on doing it and enjoy this episode of the Pete Barter
1: Podcast. What about taking cash Cash is a, a very interesting uh, a situation, and one of the, one of the biggest pains with cash is that it's hard to keep record of. Uh, one of the biggest things when you when you receive cash, you do have to give a, a receipt for the, the service that you've performed. Um, so you've either got to, to write one out on the spot, hand that over, or you've got to remember to do that later on if they're, they're the, the client's happy to receive that later on. So having a, a good accounting system that you can access wherever you are on, on your phone or and things like that, being able to create the invoice on the go is really vital yeah. for when you're receiving cash directly. And the, the consumer, whoever's paid you that cash, is probably expecting
0: a receipt. Absolutely. What about this old uh, do a cash job kind of thing? Does
1: that benefit anyone? Um, not. Oh, It's a very hard argument and I would... Uh, obviously lean on the side of no, it doesn't really benefit you at the end of the day. Um, And one of the the biggest reasons uh, why, and I'll draw the the comparison in relation to to tradesmen, um, which is probably very similar to the musician industry where they'll get offered to do uh, a job Mm -hmm. for cash. And uh, it's all in light of being able to do it cheaper. Cheaper for cash. Cheaper for cash. All right. And the whole concept about this cash is avoiding a taxation and about not providing a receipt and about avoiding these sorts of scenarios. And, you know, you might be able to evade tax to a level, but you've got to use that money one day. You know, so the ATO is starting to figure out that... uh, there is cash out there and cash work being done. And they're figuring out that when people go and buy a brand new car... How do they get the money for that? How do they get the money for the car? That's you know, so that? What of the horses? That's right. And uh, when those sorts of things happen, yeah. the ATO ask for the records and the yeah. tickets to say how did you win it? Was it a gift? Mm-hmm. How did the money come to you? Because they typically want to see the money going through your bank account. So when people have all these... Of cash, and they go buy a house and they didn't have the money through their bank accounts to, to do all of those sorts of things, then all of a sudden they're in trouble with the ATO, and the ATO uh, create mechanisms to be able to identify how much money it is that you would have received in the past, uh, regardless of whatever time frame you've made that cash money over. Okay. But the biggest thing that I'd say in relation to accepting cash money, besides the taxation element and those components, are one day, you're, you're likely that you want to be able to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Now, when you want to be able to buy a house, it's highly likely that you're not going to have all the money that yeah. you need to buy the house. And you may need to borrow from a bank. Mm-hmm. And when you need to borrow from a bank, banks like to know that you've been making money consistently yeah, over banks. a period of time. Mm-hmm. And they don't really care how much cash money you've got or how you've been making things like that. They look at your tax return. And if there's no numbers on your tax return, they don't think that you've got income. Mm -hmm. So they won't just look at a a profit and loss or a report from an accounting system. Yeah. They're right or wrong and there's no... Well, there's no due diligence and you're not paying tax on it, so they don't think it's real. Mm -hmm. So they think it's real if the tax office has signed off on it. Mm -hmm. It's their mechanism for for making sure everything's okay. Mm -hmm. So when you submit your income levels to the tax office... The banks are happy to use those numbers. So, when you're doing a cash job, you're potentially putting yourself at risk with the ATO and you're also doing yourself a disservice in that you won't be able to easily get a loan. And when I say a loan, maybe you just want to be able to get a $5 personal loan to buy that new drum kit. $500? 5000 Yeah, $5,000. 5, yeah. Or maybe it's even just getting a credit card. You know, So, even just to be able to get a credit card, you've got to be able to have a, a service uh, history. And if you're not on a salary and wage anymore, it's you've got to be able to prove business mm. income, mm. and to be able to prove uh, business income that's serviceable mm. and being able to meet uh, to meet the debts mm. of the credit limit and things like that. The banks want to be able to to see your tax returns. So that's why it's important that your tax returns have a, a decent amount of income in them. Otherwise, you're not able to get credit, not mm. able to be able to get that new fancy. The whole idea is just equipment. to make as
0: much money as you possibly can. You know, well, and, and the poor other... people want to be rich, and I can tell you now, rich people don't want to be poor. For sure, so it's it's okay to make money, and you can help a lot of people. You know, if you're one of these people, oh, I'll make money, and the ATO make all the money, and blah blah blah, you can help a lot more people if you make more money. And the Absolutely. whole idea of this process and this program is to help you be a successful music teacher, not just a music teacher. By being successful, whatever the word success is, in your brain, in your eyes is what we're trying to help you achieve, success being owning a yacht or travelling the world or whatever, that's success. Or just having the biggest and fanciest selection or collection of guitars. That might be success for you. Or being able to give to a charity. So, you know, if some people say to themselves, oh, I don't need that much money. Some other people do need the money, but have no way of making it. And you have a passion, you have a skill, and you have the way of making the money. Even if you don't need it all, you can give it away to charity. And what
1: happens when you give it away to charity? You get some money back. You do. And you, you do. get more of it back, don't you? Is it- when, you when you donate to charity, it's yeah. just like an expense in relation to your tax return. So, all of a sudden, you're not having to pay tax on a portion of, the, of your income. Hmm. So, it's a, it's an immediate deduction. Yeah. And I, I guess one of the, the biggest things in relation to what Pete's saying there with in relation to success and, and earning money, um, the, the biggest thing about money is that it gives you choice. You know, so... If you don't have money, you don't get to make a choice. You are limited with a situation. Whereas if you have money and you have that as a resource, yeah. you're open to more choices. Yeah. You can actually have somebody come and help you through a scenario or you can give to a charity. Yeah. Some people want to be able to give to a charity uh, and, other, and some people do. They they donate their, their $5 a week or a month and those sorts of things. Or their time. Well, and donate their time. Um, some people don't have the luxury to be able to donate their time. They have to work to make money to just to support their own yeah. their own life. And um, I guess the more money you have, the more flexibility and the more choice you have around the, the charity. Yeah. You can even start to set up your own charity. Yeah. You know, if you if you're making enough money in your own scenario, mm-hmm. then you can actually create your own charity and then decide. Where you want the money to go, foundation kind of deal, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's so going to talk to you about our ETI Foundation, which absolutely. is local sustainability
0: and uh, and child development. That's something we've so that we're so important. So we're we're happy to um, to to help those areas, and we we are actively talking about setting up our own foundation. So you know, I've talked about it in other videos. I just thought I'd mention it to this to you in this one, just in case you haven't seen it or you may have missed it, but. There may be an ETI, it would be called ETI Green because they're our colors and it's about global sustainability for, for the planet and for you know, young children who, who need to learn the right things. We hope you enjoyed Pete's podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe and share with anyone you think will get value. And if you haven't already, head to PeteBarter.com for more Pete Barter content. And remember, do something good for yourself and someone else today.